0: hot for justice. I'm gonna start it off from the beginning. We're coming in hot. Yeah. No I'm, pun intended. I got it, got it together. Oh, the pun was intended for <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe. And, I will uh, not confirm or deny. Right. That's Jamie over there. And that's Jessica. In case you were unaware. Yeah. Oh my god, that rhymed again. We're good at this. I
0: know. We are. We are on a roll. We're getting our lives together, you guys. You're... We're feeling good about this going into the new year. We've got big goals. The biggest goals. Yes.
1: Including maybe some t-shirts. I think definitely some t-shirts. Some merch. Yeah. Maybe some sweatshirts. I don't know. Tank tops. I, I whatever so. type of shirt situation your heart desires. Yes. I'm here for I'm, it. Yeah. I think we just need to find like some sort of place to make them. Yeah. That's currently the biggest obstacle. <laughs> yes. And We're, maybe we'll some designs. There. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah you know we've been doing this for almost a year now isn't yeah. that wild oh my
0: gosh that is wild
1: what is it april 15th is that, yeah. that when we launched yeah it was our
0: first yeah it was
1: our first that's wild april
0: i yeah, know that is can you believe nope
1: and now we, we have cannot. like all these subscribers and people listening to us and honestly like i'm shook
0: and thank you all i know. yeah for real <laughs> I really didn't uh think anyone would listen. I think I've said that before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Literally same, but here we are and here you all are. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes.
0: And we are Jamie's about to tell you about a murder. I am about to tell you about it. Well, mm, maybe.
1: It's it's a disappearance.
0: Ooh, <gasps> Ooh okay. Yeah. Hit, I mean me.
1: poten- there's potentially death involved, but I mean like who really who knows? knows? True. Um so this comes from my favorite website in God's green earth wikipedia.com. Oh. Yes.
0: Once we, <laughs> like we said, once we start getting paid, we're going to donate to Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> and, a uh, spoiler alert, somewhere in the middle of this, we're going to have a sponsorship. Yes. But we'll talk about that when we get there. Yes. Um, we're not ready for that yet. <laughs> not, not yet, but we're excited about it. In, in a few moments. You'll, you'll hear all about it. <laughs> um, okay. So this is the disappearance of Stephen Kosher i think that's how you say his last name if not i thoroughly apologize okay um so midday on december 13th of 2009 steven kocher uh born november 1st of 1979 got out of his car uh parked at the end of a cul-de-sac in the anthem neighborhood of henderson nevada united states um an action that was recorded on a nearby home security camera um After returning shortly afterwards, he retrieved something from the vehicle and then walked away, another security camera capturing his reflection from a car window. He has not been seen since, although some activity was recorded on his cell phone over the next two days. Um, His absence from his work, home, and church activities in St. George, Utah was not noted for several days. Eventually, the homeowners association of Anthem, where he had parked, got in touch with his employer and then his parents uh, about the abandoned car and he was reported missing. Police had had a few leads at first, um, since it appeared as he had intended to return to St. George and did not appear to be involved in any sort of criminal activities. Uh, the reason for his trip to the Las Vegas area that day had never been determined. His family believes that he had maybe been looking for work since he could not make full rent payments on his apartment with the job he had had at the time. Um, hmm. Searches in the area uh, where he was last seen yielded zero evidence. Further investigation found credit card and cell phone receipts and witness statements showing that in the week prior to his disappearance, he had been uh, driving great distances around Utah and Nevada, including almost 11, uh, 1,100 miles in one day. Um, the purpose of these trips is also unknown. Um, on one trip, he stopped to visit a former girlfriend's parents and had lunch at their house. Uh, Josh Powell, a West Valley City man, suspected of murder in his wife Susan's disappearance. Yeah. Is, yeah. Y- yeah.
0: I, I, I I listened to the podcast cold about that and it's mm -hmm. so sad, but it's, it's
1: just mind boggling actually. You know, I actually don't know too, too much about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I do want to watch that thing on, it's Hulu or HBO. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me it's all the same, but
0: (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Um, it's interesting. I've watched one from Oxygen about, okay after the podcast which most of it was just stuff that's on the podcast already but it's interesting to hear it is that Let the your one see it
1: where the like wife went missing and like there was like two kids too or something yes and like the two kids were found dead or right yeah I'm so making that up
0: what he happened what happened was that um he was suspected of murdering his wife mm-hmm. and then um the police could never prove it so he moved from utah back to washington where he was from Mm -hmm. and with the kids and he ended up losing like custody of them for a while and on one of his home visits he took the kids inside and locked this this person who was super like supposed to supervise a visit out holy shit he then proceeded to murder his kids and he blew their house up so oh, it's so this is that guy. Okay, them all. Yeah, holy was, fucking it's shit. So, so sad. The kids are really young, and
1: yeah, weren't they like two and four or some y- shit like that? Y- yeah, they were, yeah, good it's god, really sad. Okay, yeah, we, we should do a Screen recap. Recap on that, yeah. um, I, I think it's on, I want to say it's Hulu, and then maybe it's in like an ID thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I think that's it though. Okay, well, well um, we can look at it, but yeah, I digress anyways i mean what else is new <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so um the powell family and his family has dismissed that there's any sort of like connection so there's like yeah. a there is a very like small belief that he had maybe like ran off with susan powell mm-hmm. um but there's like literally zero evidence and it makes no sense
0: uh, yeah no. especially
1: because josh powell probably definitely killed susan
0: Oh, yeah. Like, even the kid was like, yeah, we left mommy. Or, you know, like, yes. he said something really creepy like that. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, he's, she's definitely was murdered by her husband. Yeah, like, or he,
1: like, knows something. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: But that's weird that, what was your, what's your guy's name?
1: Steven Kosher.
0: Okay. That's weird that he was
1: driving so much and, like, driving around so randomly. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I know, like, Utah and Nevada are, like, adjacent to each other. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, he literally was just, like, driving all around, like, again, allegedly maybe looking for work, but no, like, no one really knows. It's very weird and convoluted. Like, he, he's kind of, like, a quirky dude, but, like, yeah. this kind of makes zero sense, like, why he's, like, just, like, bopping around. And, again, like, driving yeah. 1,100 miles in one day. That's all, yeah, that's all real. Like, no. Like, without stopping, like, I think that you'd have to drive, like, most of the day. Oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Like, I don't because like because if you put it into perspective what like L.A. is, like 300 or 300 or 400 miles. I'm looking it up right now <laughs> here. Um
1: San Francisco to LA. Um so San Francisco to LA is 383 miles. And that's a 5 yeah, hour so and 45 minute drive. Yeah. So,
0: so this is what three times that much driving.
1: Yeah. So this is like 15-16 hours worth of driving easily no way if my math checks out which it might i don't know
0: (laughs) maybe (laughs) you know you all know it's not our strong suit so oh absolutely not (laughs) all right we had to take a brief break for a second because my baby was having a meltdown it's okay it happens to the best of us so now she's um guest starring so if you hear baby noises it's my baby and you know are you sure yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not your husband <laughs> started on true crime early
1: <laughs> i mean based on the, all everything that you listened to and watched while she was in the womb i mean true and
0: now that she's out of the womb yeah. my, my mom and my mom was like we're gonna need to stop watching like murder shows oh absolutely not we do
1: <laughs> like once she's old enough to understand then absolutely um it's actually super funny that you bring that up uh jackson and i were having a conversation yesterday um on muggle problems Uh, shameless self promo (laughs) go check that out yeah it's where we go talk about harry potter and some bullshit mostly bullshit actually um but including um how when i was a kid i was that psychopath that my parents would watch like csi and like america's most wanted and i was like five and i'm like eating this shit up like yes give me more
0: i would like it but i would get really freaked out that's what he says i would sleep on their floor Amazing. so they they wouldn't let me watch it
1: <laughs> see i'm just the sick fuck that like fell asleep like nobody's business afterwards
0: oh god nothing
1: has changed it's great yeah so um my potential future children watch out <laughs> right Okay, hey, that's okay yeah they'll be strong-willed oh the baby just totally burped
0: <laughs> it was I you hope that, i hope that we caught that on the
1: record i hope so too if I play it back, I'll see if I can like isolate that. Right, right. please do make it loud. <laughs> Done. Loud and proud. <laughs> loud and proud. And you guys um, continue. So do to do to do. Where was I? Okay, so um, he probably definitely didn't run away with Susan Powell. <laughs> yeah, probably um, definitely. And uh, his disappearance is actually also um, featured on an episode of the ID show, Disappeared. Oh, I've been watching that, actually. I haven't seen it, but I i mean, I've heard great things, so. It's
0: on Hulu. I just kind of put it on, like, sometimes when I'm just doing stuff. Just bopping around but, living yeah. the truth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Perfect. Okay, so just a little bit of background on him. He was born in 1979 in Amarillo, Texas. Um, he was one of four children of Rolf and uh, Deanne Coacher. He was an active Boy Scout, eventually becoming an Eagle Scout, which honestly is, like, a lot of fucking work. So like, I don't know. I, I have a lot of respect for people that have like become Eagle Scouts. Yeah. I mean, except for the fact that they're like probably giant nerds. <laughs> but I mean, like so am I. But <laughs> right. We're I can't really in judge our own that. Way. But like that's like a lot of like time and dedication and like yeah. camping trips. Yeah. That oh, yeah. I would never do. <laughs> nope. Same. Hard pass. Hundred percent. Um. So after he graduated from Amarillo High School in 1998. Um, Kocher, a devout Mormon, attended, uh, first Ricks College, um, which is now BYU-Idaho, um, and later transferred to the University of Utah, where he received a degree in communications. Um, he did missionary work in Brazil and learned to speak Portuguese. Um, after college, he interned at the state governor's office for about nine months. A year and a half after that, he went to work for the Davis County Clipper, a bountiful-based bi-weekly newspaper edited by his father, um, he remained there for another year and a half with some and wrote some articles um, that received awards from the Utah Press Association. So, okay, smart dude, well well read and written, I would assume. Yeah. Um, in 2007, he began working for the Salt Lake Tribune um, as part of their div- digital advertising division. He liked the work and according to his father, uh, but he didn't like doing the overnight shift. Um, the many temperature inversions in Salt Lake area. Uh, That winter also bothered him, so after a year, he decided to leave that job at the newspaper and relocate to St. George in the warmer southwestern portion of uh, the state. Uh, At first, he had to work with another internet advising firm, Matchbin. I've never heard of that. It's probably very tiny. It's probably huge, and I'm just a fucking idiot. No, I've (laughs) never heard of it either. Um, But I also don't really know a lot about internet advertising firms, to be frank. Same, same. Um, But that employment ended soon after he relocated... With the Great Recession underway, it was difficult for, to, for him to find a new job. Um, he was eventually able to find some work for a local window window washing firm, handing out flyers for it. That's actually really fucking sad. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, like you become this like you know writer and like a you work in digital advertising and then you and literally hand out flyers.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. That happened to a lot of people when that
1: when the recession hit. Fucking a. Um, So, this didn't provide him enough income to meet his expenses, and by November of 2009, he was several months behind on his rent. Um, Greg Webb, the Singles Ward president, claims that the local electric utility was threatening to terminate his power for non-payment, although his mother says that it would have been uh, the landlord's responsibility to do that. So, he was actively seeking other employment, using connections from the local ward where he had volunteered. So, now we're getting into the good shit. Well...
0: Uh, mm. Not good, but yeah, the interesting shit.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I felt kind of shitty saying that. (laughs) We'll go with that. Yeah, the interesting shit.
0: That's why when I text you now, I don't say, oh, I have a good murder because I feel disrespectful. I say, oh, I have an interesting one. Right. (laughs) I'm very, I'm trying to be purposeful with my words now.
1: I like that. Speak with intention. Yes. (laughs) Um. So um, on December 10th of 2009, he apparently leaves St. George in the early morning hours and drove his 2003 Chevy Cavalier 300 miles uh, north on Interstate 15 to Salt Lake City, where he bought some gas with a debit card. He then traveled west on Interstate 80, another 125 miles to West Wendover, Nevada, where he again pulled off the highway to refuel. After that, he continued another 100 miles to the Ruby Valley Ranch off of the uh, owned by the Neff family. Kocher had, in the past, dated Anne Marie Neff and visited the ranch. Um, he told her parents, who had not been expecting him, that he thought he would stop in to see her, but she wasn't there. Um, he invited The family invited him over to have lunch anyways. He told them that he was on his way to visit family in Sacramento, California, but was not certain whether he could continue in that direction due to the bad weather. Um, after about two hours, he leaves and decided to return to St. George the way he had come, stopping to buy gas again in Salt Lake City and then again in Springville. Uh, followed by dinner at uh Nephi Taco Time.
0: Interesting. What year was this? Uh two
1: thousand nine. Okay. Um, huh. by the time Coacher returned home he had driven nearly eleven 1, hundred miles. So this is that day. Holy crap. Yeah. Um That's during so the day. Random. I know. Like he goes like he starts in St. George, goes to all these places, spends probably way too much fucking money on gas. I'm sure. And then says, Fuck it, and goes home. I'm good. Yeah. That doesn't, that's weird. Yeah. I, mm, well, especially like in 2008, that's when like gas started like hiking the fuck up too. Oh yeah. Or 2009, excuse me. Yeah. And then it never went back down.
0: Nope. (laughs) Especially not here.
1: No, (laughs) I'm sure it was probably like not quite as bad in Utah, but like nonetheless, but yeah. Um, so during the day he had talked with his mother on the phone. Uh, they had discussed plans for him returning to the family's, uh, bountiful home for Christmas, Deanne had said that he had seemed upbeat about the upcoming holidays and his job prospects despite his financial difficulties that he was having. Um, He did not tell her of the road trip that he was going on that day. The next day, while handing out flyers for his employer, he encountered two young girls that had inadvertently been locked out of their family's apartment. Learning of their plight, he tried to call their mother. When she didn't answer, he looked for someone in the neighborhood who could help take them in temporarily until someone um, arrived who could let them uh, into the apartment. At some time that day, um, he spoke with his ward's bishop, who had described his mood as positive. Um, The bishop was also trying to help him, and had promised Coacher that he would have a job available by the beginning of the next year. On December 12th, he hit the road again. That morning, his phone pinged at a cell tower near Overton, Nevada, at the north end of Lake Mead. Um, In the evening, he bought gas and snacks at a convenience store in Mesquite, Nevada, just along I-15 over the Arizona state line. Why he went to Nevada that that day is unknown. Uh, three hours after he um, had made his purchases in Mesquite, he bought a baby's bib and cookies, believed to be Christmas gifts for his brother and his family. Um, and those names he had drawn on the family's Christmas gift gift exchange thing. Um, oh, so, okay. it, so they probably did one of those it things where sense. it's like, you just buy it for one person. Yeah, makes sense. Um, and this purchase happened at a Kmart just outside of St. George. So again, okay. he like makes this big circle all the way back to St. George. That's so weird. Very weird. Um, So a neighbor of Coach's recalled seeing him return to his apartment around 10 PM. A half hour later, he leaves again. While he was not seen to return later that night, it was possible that he could have. The next morning on December 13th, um, his employer had called coacher saying that he was on his way back from Las Vegas and feared that he might not make it to St. George in time for um, 11, an 11 a.m. church service asking if Coacher could lead it in his absence. He said he too was in the Las Vegas area, 150 miles away but could return home if he needed to. Uh, Webb said don't worry about it and that he would just try to get back in time instead. Another ward member called again later that morning with a similar request which they dropped when Coacher said that he was near Las Vegas. Neither he nor Webb asked Coacher why he had gone to Vegas that morning and found nothing unusual about the conversations with him. At 11.54 a.m., a home security camera on the Savannah Springs Avenue in Sun City, Nevada, um, a retirement community in Anthem, um, records Coacher's Cavalier driving past it uh, due to the cul-de-sac where, he, where it was later found. Six minutes later, a figure that seems to be Coacher, at least his family is pretty sure it's him, after reviewing the footage— uh, he was wearing a white t-shirt and slacks, he walks the opposite direction down the sidewalk, carrying something in one hand that looks like it might be a file folder or a portfolio. Shortly afterwards, another security camera in a garage on the adjacent Evening Light Street caught his reflection as he walked north. He's never been seen since. His phone remains active, though. Around 5 p.m. that day, it pings in a tower at the intersection of Arroyo Grande Boulevard and American Pacific Drive, more than 10 miles northeast of where his car was parked. Two hours later, sure. it pinged at another tower near Henderson's Whitney Ranch subdivision, two miles north of the previous ping. Um, early the next day, the phone pinged at a tower at the interchange between Interstate 515 and US Route 93 and Russell Road, two more ni- miles north. Weird. So this is now 14 miles away from where his car is. Huh. Um, his landlord sent him a text message, and then an hour later, it was used to check his voicemail. Uh, the phone remained in that tower's vicinity for the next two days, suggesting that its battery had died, and there's been no activity since. A day since the last cell phone ping, Sun City's Homeowners Association parking enforcement took note of the car at the end of Savannah Springs' cul-de-sac and tried to find the owner. Though the window uh, Through the windows, they saw that one of the flyers that he had been distributing for the window washing company, and they called the number on it. Eventually, they spoke with the owner, who uh, gave them Coach's cell phone number, where they left a voicemail. Later, they called his mother, and they re- she returned their call on December 17th, so, like, four days later, mm-hmm. and then realizing that no one else in the family had talked to him in about a week, and nobody was able to locate him, they reported him missing. Um, Coacher's brother and sister drove to St. George from Salt Lake City to start searching for him. Um... His family went to jails, morgues, and hospitals in the Las Vegas area to search for him. At one point, when employees of the International House of Pancakes told him that a man fitting his description had eaten there uh, for three weeks straight, they themselves ate there for four nights. So they could try to find him. Wow. Yeah. Um, another employee eventually gave them a more detailed description of the man and his eating habits, which led uh, his family to conclude that this was not actually Steven. Oh. Which is actually really fucking upsetting. Yeah. Um, The Las Vegas Metropolitan Police canvassed houses in the neighborhood where his car had been parked. With the help of volunteers, they used helicopters, ATVs, and dogs. By Christmas, the media in Salt Lake City and Vegas had been reporting the story. A local dairy um, put his picture on milk cartons and the Las Vegas police put a video with information on the case on its YouTube channel. Which, I didn't know that was a thing. That's actually kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I didn't either.
1: Um... In April of 2010, another party of searchers scoured the open desert south of the Henderson Executive Airport to the west of where he had parked his car in response to a tip passed along to a former uh, police officer who had been working as a PI for the family. A group of about 70 covered uh, about a half mile stretch in two hours. Bone fragments were found, but they were not human. Um, Stephen's father died in February of 2011 after a brief illness that might have been uh, toxic shock syndrome. Um, He had, with his wife and family, recently finished filming an episode of the I.D. show Disappeared About Stephen's case that aired two months after his death. Um, A cousin of the coachers started a Facebook page devoted to the case. It generated not only some tips, but some suggestions how to investigate further. Uh, Members of Web Sleuths um, also took up the case. They assembled a timeline of events in the case based on newspaper accounts and social media posts by friends and family. In 2015, a local search and rescue group organized another effort. This time, going up the hills uh, south of Anthem on a different, he- different theory of what Kosher might have been doing. They never found anything. This is at the time that he uh, might have gone to Henderson that morning for a job opportunity. Despite the odd location where he had parked his car, on the video, uh, the neatly dressed kosher is walking purposefully, suggesting that he knew where he was going and what he was going there for. He didn't look confused or dazed, um, his brother had said in 2018. Beyond that, there's no evidence to suggest what happens afterwards, uh, nor is anything emerged subsequently which could uh, quote. We know as much as we know about as much as we do. Um, oh Jesus Christ, I can't read. <laughs> um, we know about as much now as we did the second we realized that he was gone," said the Saint George Police um, in 2018 coacher's difficulties uh notwithstanding his family does not believe that he chose to voluntarily disappear in order to escape them or take his own life his mom said that in her last conversation with him on december to the 10th he was optimistic about his ability to find another job and the two were making plans for his christmas visit home Um, his car and its contents also suggest that he had intended intended to return home to st george his dad said that it uh, his car was in working order and that the gas tank was about half full when he had reached it on December the 17th after Sun City Parking um, had called his wife about the car. Um, in the car were the Christmas presents that Stephen had bought for his brother and family at Kmart the previous day, as well as, jobs, as well as job applications and flyers from his employer that had helped uh, the parking authorities find his parents. At his apartment, his clothing and possessions remained where he had stored them and had not been disturbed or packed. Um... His unusual and mostly unexplained travel in the days leading up to his disappearance has led to suppositions that he might have turned to some sort of illicit activity for income. A drug dog was taken to sniff over his car but didn't alert on anything. Another vehicle seen on the security camera footage driving up and down the street around the time that he had parked his car and walked away from it was investigated and turned out to be a local real estate agent showing a house in the area. Um, Checks of his financial history and phone records turned up nothing unusual aside from the trips. A single charge to his credit card since the disappearance was just an automatic charge made uh, to a web hosting company, uh, GoDaddy, ensuing his days from Matchpin. Um, one unknown phone number tri- uh, turned out to be the family of two, the two girls that the coacher had been helping get back inside on the day that, uh, before he had gone to Vegas. Oh.
0: Um,
1: a search of his computer and internet browsing history found nothing unusual. Investigators also checked his browsing history at the St. George Library and found nothing there that had suggested any unexplored leads. He kept a diary but recorded no problems in his life at the time of his disappearance beyond his monetary issues and his ongoing bachelorhood, neither of which that he believed would last much longer. Um, His family doesn't consider his travel to be particularly unusual either. One of the reasons for moving to St. George was to research family history in the area. He often went on tours of cemeteries looking for ancestors' graves. His mother believes that the trips were just his way of keeping himself busy despite his underemployment. Uh, There's no evidence to suggest that he was killed or kidnapped. Neither the St. George or Henderson police have found any evidence to eliminate the possibility either. There's nothing that makes us suspicious, says a detective from the um, former department. That told that he had told the um, Las Vegas Review Journal, but at the same time, it's a, just a strange situation. Well,
0: I mean, um, and then the other happened, Dylan. no <laughs> shit,
1: right? <laughs> um, and then the other theory is um, the connection to the Susan Powell's disappearance. Um, so he disappeared almost exactly a week after she was reported missing from her home in Salt Lake City. Um, The latter case received much more media attention, as suspicion centered on her husband, Josh, with whom she had been having marital difficulties. The night after a neighbor last saw her in the family home, her husband had left her after midnight to take the couple's two sons camping in Tully County. In a Um,
0: snowstorm. Okay. His story is... Yeah, in the
1: middle of fucking December. bullshit.
0: In Utah, so cold. You're telling me you're going to take two little kids out at midnight in a snowstorm to go camping?
1: So no, weird. I'm not buying it.
0: Anyways, yeah, hard pass. Sorry,
1: uh, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> Police officers who came to investigate the next morning after she didn't drop her sons off at daycare forced entry into the home and found two fans blowing at a wet spot on the carpet. Um, Early in the Coacher investigation, tips were posted to the internet and brought to the family's attention, suggesting a connection between the two disappearances. In 2010, Josh's Powell's family began making those alleg- allegations public, uh, claiming on a website that they had set up to find Susan that she had with her family's help, framed her husband for murder, and escaped the Coacher. Uh, Stephen Powell, Josh's father, outlined the theory in a February letter to police and FBI agents investigating his daughter-in-law's case. Um, police also investigated the connection, but have found nothing to support it. Um, a kosher family friend who in 2011 had taken over managing his Facebook page, um, he called out the allegations, which came up frequently in post, um, he said they were all nonsense. Um, Josh Powell moved to Washington where he died along with the sons in a 2012 murder suicide. His father, who had been convicted of child pornography and voyeurism (laughs) afterwards, oh my God, did you know that? That's wild. I did not know that part. Um... So yeah, he was convicted of those charges, and among other things, explicit pictures he had sent, uh, he had secretly taken of Susan were found on his computer, um, he died in 2018, a year after finishing his sentence.
0: Yeah, That's he, was a, bonkers.
1: he was a hardcore creep. Yuckers. Like, yeah. Wow, 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 wow. I don't like you that at all.
0: just, you should hear, like, the recordings he made. Like, he would record her without her knowing, and like, it was just, he was creepy anyways. That we'll absolutely say that makes me you want to barf. Recap, but yeah. I don't buy that they ran off together. I don't no. Know. I remember because they do mention his case and her stuff too. But I just really don't buy it.
1: No, like I said, there's like literally nothing that supports it. It's just kind of like one of those things where like yeah. they were just, they were physically close together and it happened at yeah. the same time. So like I can see where people can like draw that conclusion. Yeah. But it just doesn't really make sense. Nah. Especially because Josh Powell's just a piece of shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. But, I mean, it's probably, like, a really logical explanation. Like you said, if he's down on his luck, maybe he was doing
1: something illegal. Yeah.
0: And maybe it just, I don't know, something went wrong and he got murdered and it wasn't, you know?
1: Yeah. Or, like, maybe, well, because, like, if he was going to a job interview because it said, like, he had, like, a file folder or like a portfolio with him. Yeah. Um, maybe he got, like, jumped or some shit. Yeah. and Or it's like t- like an know. attempted robbery and then just got murdered and ditched, dumped somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Like the whole thing's yeah. wild. And it it's really been is. like j- almost just over 10 years to the day. Dang. Yeah. That's why I picked it. Cause I was like, oh, weird. Like that's like yeah. very close. Cause what today's that like, nice with, weird. as we're recording because this, it's the 15th. Yeah. 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 Well. That was my, my case for the week. All right. Um, and now before we get to you. We're going to take a little breaky break and have a word from our sponsor. Yes. And we're going to insert that now. Sometimes researching our cases for the week and watching true crime documentaries can really bum us out. And we need a little bit of a break. And our favorite way to get a quick mental recharge is by playing a five-star rated puzzle game called Best Fiends.
0: It's a super fun, mentally challenging and stimulating puzzle game that's free to download and has over 100 million downloads. The best thing about Best Fiends is that it's a casual game that you can pick up and play for a few minutes at a time or longer once you're hooked like we are. I've been playing it while I'm feeding the baby and it's nice to have something to stimulate my brain instead of
1: mindlessly scrolling through my
0: phone. Plus,
1: I like all of the cute characters. Yeah, we've only been playing for a few days now, and I'm already over 100 levels in. Yeah. Honestly, I wish I had known about Best Fiends when I used to commute over two hours a day on the train to and from work, since it doesn't require any internet to play. And I think we both know that train internet is not good. Nope. (laughs) And they're also constantly adding updates to the game, such as new levels and challenges, so you're not playing the same exact levels over and over again. If you want to join us and engage your brain
0: with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters, Trust me, with over 100 million downloads,
1: this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Go download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. We are back. Hope y'all enjoyed that. All right. Yes. And make sure you check out that app.
0: Yes. Do it. It's fun. Um, All right. So I'm going to start with something. It was in the news, actually, this week. So... um, on October 1st, 1976, a 17-year-old boy found a hand protruding from the sand behind a pumping station at Lake Merced in San Francisco. Ah! He had been uh, digging for turtle eggs when he made a the, that dis- gruesome discovery. Oh my! Did you do you know where God. that is? Um.
1: You said ah. Well, I said ah because like who just finding ah. a hand in the sand? Well, Yuckers! Could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh.
0: And, okay, so um, the body was placed in a shallow grave, likely between two and six weeks before she was found. Uh, investigators eventually determined that the victim was a young Asian female, uh, but likely between the ages of 14 and 20. Aww. Um, she, her remains were found with very distinctive jewelry. She was wearing a gold chain owl pendant, or she had a gold chain owl pendant, and it was found in her pocket. Um, and I think she had a really nice watch, too. Um, Makes one of us. She had... They determined... Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they determined that she had been strangled to death. Uh Bes- despite the distinct jewelry that she had been found with, she they never re- identified her until this week. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So 43 years later... Oh my god! Um, investigators were searching through missing persons cases when they identified a report made in 2017 by William Shin. Now, William Shin... He reported this young woman missing, and he said that he'd always remembered having a sister as a child, but he never knew what happened to her, so he reported her missing. Um, he Forty said, years later? Totally investigators, yeah. This is so weird. So he told tells investigators his sister went missing when she was 14, and the family hadn't heard from her since then, since 1976. Did so they never fucking well, look for her? Right, it's it's so weird. Or they're so, like, oh well, later
1: days she just never came home. Who cares? Yeah, well, I, have I some guess thoughts. you're getting to that.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, the San Francisco police worked with New Jersey State Police to collect DNA from um, who they thought was her aunt, um, and the DNA did confirm that the Jane Doe was actually Judy Gifford, uh, William's half sister. She was she was 14 when she went missing. Um, she was originally from New Jersey as well. Uh, her aunt, uh, OG provided pictures of Judy in which she was wearing the owl pendant that was found with her body. So they knew. Wild. Um, Judy had moved to San Francisco in 1976 to live with her dad, his wife, and two of her half-siblings, half including William Shin, who had reported her missing. And he was only six years old at the time. Damn. Okay, so he was really young.
1: Right. The but family like, lived in Park bonkers. Merced
0: where she was found. When Judy disappeared, William was told that she had returned to live with her aunt OG in New Jersey.
1: What the fuck?
0: However, years later, when Shin actually visited um, his aunt, she was like, no, she never came back here. Like, I haven't seen her since she moved there. Wait, so who told him that she moved? His dad. So, her dad? Yeah, her dad. Their dad. Huh. I don't like that. No, I don't like that either. That and that's kind of like what I was thinking. So the remains have been identified, but the police are. It's like an open investigation. They're working to figure out. Now they know who she is, who killed her. Um, I just think it's really, um, unbelievable that a dad, if like he obviously lied, like they yeah. obviously lied about it. Like they they had to have known.
1: Like, there's definitely some sort of cover up situation going on.
0: Right, because even if she had said, oh, yeah, I'm going to go back to New Jersey, and she just, like, dipped on her own, which she was 14. So she had, like, like no he... means to do that. Right. Probably. And, like, he would have had to realize she never made it there. And you then, think. in that case, you would report her as a missing person and not just say, oh, she moved back to New Like, there's no way he didn't know. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just think that that's really... Really uh, unbelievable.
1: Color me shooketh. (laughs) (laughs) What the? Yeah. uh, Yeah. uh, Wow. I know. I don't even know what
0: to say. So that was information from the San Francisco San Francisco Chronicle by Lauren Hernandez. Um, I just yeah. There's not obviously as much information out there. And there's some differing reports, like, with little tiny details that are kind of different. Right. But since it's a new story, I you know, we'll just have to see. But I feel like... I don't know, but... I would hate to say her dad had something to do with it, but I have a hard time believing that he he didn't know
1: something. Someone in that household definitely knows something. And he was yeah. just like, uh, yeah, she totally moved back with her aunt. Weird. Right? So... But, like, oh, my God, like, I just don't understand. So, this guy, William, he, the half-brother. Yeah. Okay, great. And there were other half-siblings as well. Yeah, they were just told this, and they're like, yeah, okay. And then for 40 years, didn't give a shit?
0: The fact that he says, I, but the, the, but what he said, what struck me is he says, I always thought I had a sister but like it's like he forgot because he was young like how much do you really remember from when you were six or seven if she wasn't there that long then and like obviously her dad stopped talking about her yeah because he's trying to cover up some bullshit yeah so like if he wasn't sure he had a sister to me that says that it was kind of like yeah
1: she left and then she wasn't mentioned anymore Yeah, and, like, I just, I wonder if, like, when she first came, if she was, like, introduced as his sister. You know what I mean? Because, like, I feel like I've seen that on, like, shows or, like, read about it in books and stuff where they're, like, oh, like, this is, like, your cousin or whatever. And, like, they're, like, actually, like, more related or not related at all.
0: You know what I mean? Like, some,
1: like, twisty weird shit. Yeah, I
0: don't know, cause they didn't take his DNA to compare. That's what I think. They like, that's took weird to me. The ants. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe the ants the mom. Maybe. But they know. They don't mention anything about her mom. That's what I was gonna say. Like, do we know so? anything? Mm. That's bananas, dude. Yeah. So it's so sad too, cause she's so young, and like when you see her picture, it's it really hits you. Like, what
1: happened to her? But that's fucking sad, dude. So. Yep. That's mine. That's all. Wow! Wash wow! 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 That one. Um, and this happened in the '70s, as you said. '76 is when she went missing. Well, I guess yeah. if you were
0: around San Francisco or in the, you know, '76. Yeah, I mean that's reasonable. Or reasonable New Jersey. <laughs> or New Jersey.
1: If you know these people. It's just <laughs>
0: really strange.
1: And is anyone? I mean, is there any mention of the dad? Like nowadays, is he still around? No
0: they don't say i imagine that this case probably is something
1: that they can kind of figure
0: out what happened
1: i would i really hope that there's like an update and that you can like come back to this in like a year
0: and be like yeah (laughs) yeah update everybody yeah that'd be dope as shit hope hope that they catch the pos who did that to her hell yeah poor
1: baby but well um, um that bummer of a note do you have anything uh fun and fresh to share not
0: really. Um, Other than we, rewatching I The Jinx? Just, yeah, I rewatched The Jinx today. Did you watch all of it? Um, yeah, I fell asleep for a little bit, or I tried to, anyways. Because <laughs> um, I'm tired. My baby was up all night last night. <laughs> she was killing me. Um, Yeah, I watched some really interesting shows for our screen recap, so I'm not really going to go into too much detail because we will be talking
1: about those. Right. Um, Do we want to tease what we're going to be talking about in the next like month and a half?
0: Yeah, so Screener our names. first one mm-hmm. is going to be Lorena, mm-hmm. uh, the documentary from Amazon. is on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. um, about Lorena Bobbitt, and I stopper. have a lot to. S- yeah, I have a lot to say about it. I have no, a, lot a lot to, to say also. I have a lot of feelings. Yes, um, and then after that we're going to do Casting John Bonet, mm-hmm. which you can find on Netflix. Yep. And then after that, we are going to cover The Jinx, yes. which is an HBO documentary, so if you have Hulu with the HBO add-on, um, you can watch that too.
1: Yes, or um, so. HBO Go or Now or whatever the hell they're calling it. Yeah. I don't You can sign
0: up for like a week for free or whatever if you want to, like, it's easily bingeable in a day if you have like a day. Absolutely. It's pretty short because I think it's what, six parts? Yeah, six parts. I I mean, and I don't, I think they're like maybe 50 minutes each Yeah, and I think a couple so. of them are shorter. Like the last one's only like 35 minutes. Yeah, so it's easy to watch in a day, and um, yeah, it's interesting. So if you if you all want to watch those before we do our screen recaps, yes, so you can kind of, you know, follow
1: along with what we're talking about. Um, Toads goats. Yeah. What about you? Um, nothing like too crazy to report on. Um, last night we stayed up late and watched Home Alone 2 and Die Hard, you know, two oh, excellent yeah. Christmas classics. I have never watched Die Hard. Okay, I've seen okay, like. Don't,
0: you can't look at me like that because you had never watched Hocus Pocus until like a
1: month ago. <laughs> um, So I, I've seen maybe like 10 movies in my life, and eight of them are Harry Potter. <laughs> and <laughs> I've seen Die Hard every year for at least the last five years. <laughs> Fair. Because it's Zach's I favorite Christmas movie. I should probably watch it. Okay.
0: I know there's a great debate on if it's a Christmas it's movie. It's definitely or a part. Christmas movie. Okay. I've never seen it, so I don't have an opinion.
1: Okay, great. Maybe I'll watch it. You should. I'm sure okay. Wes and Monty would love to watch that with you. Probably. Yeah.
0: Wes is always down. I made him watch that movie Hustlers with Cardi B in it. Was that J-Lo. good? No.
1: <laughs> I didn't really think it was going to be.
0: I was so disappointed because I love Cardi and it looked so good and it was not good at all. Yeah. She's definitely one of my I mean, favorite Wes Instagram looked at follows. each other. We were both like, this movie is so long. Is it really long? It, it's not that long It's an hour and a half It just which feels is long. Standard, But it feels long And I'm so glad I didn't waste You know $12 going to see that In theaters Because I would have been mad Well
1: here's the thing It's $12
0: plus snacks So it's really like $100 <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> You're not wrong No 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 We spend a solid Like 50 bucks Each time we go to the movies Oh for sure Well especially like <laughs> Down here Like the movie theater Close to us Has a bar inside of it Oh nice So it's like elegant, yeah, oh, yeah, get so like so a too. beer A glass of wine Or a margarita Yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, the last
0: time I went to the movies I was pregnant, so I could not. Unfortunately. And I was so uncomfortable.
1: Oh my god. I'm so sorry. RAP. But it's all Anyways, that's all over now. It is all over You the have now. the end product. And she's cute. She's real cute.
0: She worth it. Yeah. She yeah, she definitely <laughs> was worth it. <laughs> the nine months of misery. It, isn't it more like ten?
1: <laughs> If yeah, we're hairs. Well yeah, because I was overdue. Well, no, because forty weeks is ten months. I don't know why they fucking say nine months. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know. It felt like it, it felt like ten years, not ten. Months. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I complained a lot because it's very exhausting, but
1: yeah, I'm very grateful That's for fair.
0: my little ginger peanut.
1: Anyways, yes. Um, so yeah, so, I watched Die Hard. Um, um, I don't think anything else other than the documentaries we just mentioned. Yeah, I don't know if I'd consider casting Tom really a documentary, but nope.
0: I really yeah I have some thoughts about <laughs> it, but we'll
1: save it. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: nonetheless. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this was uh, hot for justice, and yeah. thanks for
1: listening. Exactly. We'll be back at you next week with some other disappearances and or murders. Yeah, and we'll catch you then. All right. Goodbye. Bye.